0: Welcome back to another episode of Nancy AF. This is Nancy Anderson Fit, and I don't know why I always introduce myself now as my Instagram handle, but that's just actually became my name. That's just my name these days, I guess. Um, I'm going to do a little coffee talk today. This is very off the cuff. I have a little list of things in front of me, but really anything that comes to mind, I'll probably be talking about. So sit back, relax, enjoy a cup of coffee, or clean your kitchen, or drive somewhere, or do some cardio like you better be doing tread thrill if you're doing cardio listening to me um <laughs> and we'll just kind of catch up I haven't done a podcast in quite a while it's been actually like a couple months and my last podcast was also a coffee ketchup so I'm gonna get back on the wagon uh, with the podcast thing I'm gonna start having guests on my podcast more often interviewing people um and all that stuff it's just gonna be 2020 I'm just gonna cruise through the rest of the year there's like a lot going on right now but Mid-January is going to be, like, when things, like, calm down, like, a little bit. So I'll have some more time to do that kind of stuff. So if you have anyone that you want me to have on the podcast, that, you know, they can't be, like, super-duper famous, you know? Like, let's get real, you guys. I'm not, like, that powerful. So someone that's, like, realistically could be on the podcast, send me over, like, DM me or whatever, and we'll make a list, Um, and we'll try to start building out some really great content, some free, valuable content for you guys in 2020 which brings me to my first topic, which is New Year's resolutions. What is your New Year's resolution for 2020? This is like the end of a decade, so I feel like it's kind of a big deal, you know, and like you can start goals or you can have goals or start like a resolution any time of the year. It's just kind of nice when it's a fresh year and it's right after a big holiday season where you just kind of like start fresh, right? So if it's not your thing, it's not your thing, but I like to set resolutions. Last year, my, um, resolution was to get on top of my postpartum like anxiety and worry and fear which are like super low vibrational emotions and I feel like I was super trapped in that for like a really long time so my goal in 2019 was to break through that and my other goal which was just like something that was small but important was for me to stop getting blowouts at the dry bar because they have like doubled in price basically since I started getting them and it just started getting really out of hand and in 2018 I spent like a few thousand dollars on blowouts the whole year and when we did our like taxes at the end of the year Max like pointed it out and I was like oh yeah that's a lot like I'm not going to do that so I vowed to not get any blowouts anything whole entire year in 2020 I got two blowouts one was for a photo shoot And the other one was after Black Friday, after I hit all my goals last week. So I feel like I really accomplished that uh, resolution about blowouts. And as far as the postnatal anxiety, so I don't know what people, a lot of people maybe don't know this. I've talked about it a little bit, but... um, you know, there's lots of things that can help with postpartum, like emotions, like nutrition, sleep, all these things, exercise, uh, a supplement routine, making sure your hormones are in check. And I obviously do all those things. I try to practice what I preach, but I was still really in this fear-based um, like cycle where I just like had this like fear that something bad was going to happen to someone I love. This is something that I have battled like literally almost my whole entire life. And I'm pretty sure it stems from past lives. It's not even totally anything that happened in this life. Although, you know, you could say that trauma in my childhood probably brought some of this on and I do agree with that. Um, But so in 2019, my goal was to really get on top of that. So I actually did. I started seeing an energy worker because the thing is, is it was like something, it, it wasn't health. Like, It wasn't postnatal depletion. Like I see a functional medicine doctor. It wasn't sleep. Like I sleep train my kids at six weeks. Like it wasn't exercise. I I was exercise. It wasn't my nutrition. Like it was something else. It was something on an energetic level for me. Um, and I really had to get out of that. So I started seeing an energy worker. I like invest in this kind of stuff. Like this is where I spend my money. I don't have designer handbags. I don't have luxury cars. I don't (laughs) live in a mansion. Like I'm like, pretty conservative, although Max probably wouldn't agree, but for any other normal wife, I'm like pretty conservative in spending. Like I don't own one handbag. I don't own any expensive shoes. Like not none no, no, no none of that. But I spend money on physical therapy and spiritual or energy stuff. And like, you know what? If you're not into that kind of stuff, that's cool. But please don't judge me for being into it. Like I had someone comment on my stuff a couple of weeks ago. And they in one of my posts, in one of the comments, someone commented on – their aura color like they were like oh I'm yellow so I would like love the organization of this plan and I like commented back something and I mentioned crystals in my comment on a post it was on a grid post and someone wrote me and said that like they basically said I wasn't credible for like any of the research that I do or any of my programs when I um when I, I forget I should like have the comment like ready, but this is just like totally off the cuff. They basically said that like i'm i'm a, I'm a fraud because I'm into like woo-woo stuff like crystals and shit is like what they said basically. they like said I was essentially a joke because I commented to a follower that commented to me about something spiritual. I commented something spiritual back and all of a sudden now I'm not a nutrition and fitness professional that can be respected because I mentioned how I thought he- crystals can be like energetically healing and like my response to that is like okay and if you're watching my Instagram live on Black Friday you heard me say this but like my comment like I didn't comment back because like fuck her you know but my thought to that is like okay well what if I was talking about the power of wearing my rosary beads like you know that that like thing that Catholic people usually have as like the beads with like the cross on the end or if just like a cross like I was like Saying how you know the you know Jesus on the cross on my necklace is like something that protects me, like that would be acceptable, wouldn't it? So like, why is it not acceptable for me to insert another piece of jewelry here that happens to be crystals, which scientifically does carry more energy than other rocks and stones on the planet? Like that's not that's not like something you can argue with. That's like an actual fact. So why is that not respected? It's just like you guys. I can't with that. Like I was. I can't with that, you know, if I had fucking rosary beads on, I'm sure everyone would just be like, oh, she's such a good girl, look at her, she's so religious, blah, blah, blah. but, okay, if it's crystals, if it's a fucking a mala, a black mala that I believe absorbs energy, like, takes bad energy away, okay, so now I'm crazy, okay, whatever, um, but anyway, huge tangent, sorry, let me get back on track, um, so, the energy work. So I started working with someone and spending money because that's what I spend money on doing energy work and releasing some stuff that I had been like holding on to. And like, boy, was I holding on to a lot. This has been the biggest spiritual jump in a year that I've had in a really long time, maybe my entire life. The advances that I feel like energetically this year by focusing on meditation and energy work and, or, you know, if, when I say energy work, like think, um, what's it called? What's it called when they do Reiki, Reiki. So think Reiki basically, but it's other forms, you know, sound baths and like, other like guided meditations walking you through something taking you a past life regression you guys know that I did that this year um and doing I did the quantum hypnosis quantum healing hypnosis I did that this year so you know doing all these things like really helped me to understand like who I am like who I really am um for this life and past lives like and I was able to uncover so much stuff that was really contributing to that postnatal anxiety. And <clears throat> most of it was stemming back to my own relationships with my two parents, my mom and my dad. And I think that, that all kind of, came postnatally because that's when I became a parent and then it kind of like brought all that stuff like back up so I worked really hard this year in releasing that stuff like I've done a lot of write-ups which if you don't know what those are you basically like go back to like something that make you made you angry or some trauma in your life and you literally just do a stream of conscious and like just spew it all out on paper like anything for me like I had to do these I'm doing these right now about basically both my parents and I have done them before and I felt like such a huge release. I mean, you can do it to anyone. Like if you get a fight with your husband, you can just spew everything that you want to say or how you feel onto like a piece of paper. You have to write it with a pen because the energy has to come like through the pen on the paper. And then as soon as you're done, uh, you rip off the write off, you like rip the paper off. So it's just a sheet of paper. You take it outside, you burn it with intention of releasing like the bad energy into the universe and like replacing it with like bright white healing light and like all these. It's still, you know, I, I choose to do, like, an intention with Archangel Michael, but you don't have to do that. Like, you can just talk to the universe if you want. It doesn't have to be, like, anything, like, formal. It's, like, it's really just the intention you put into it and then, like, the release of the words and the emotions you put, like, on the page. So I've done a lot of write-ups. I've done tons of stuff with um, an energy worker, jordy wood which i did a podcast with him too he's like way back in the beginning of the podcast and we talk a little about what we did um and then i've been doing a lot of full moon rituals it just like helps to, you know when a full moon happens it just like helps for you to again like sit down get grounded put down your intentions and put energy behind those intentions. And if you take all the spiritual stuff out of it and you don't believe in any of that stuff, if you just look at controlling your mind and processing your emotions of like trauma that has happened to you in your childhood or, you know, just problems that have happened in relationships or whatever, there's power in that. There's proof in that, you know? So if you're not into the whole spiritual thing, like that's cool. But like, I'm just really into like the spiritual thing. And, um, it has been like just the most amazing year. I mean, my husband, I have just my hu- I've just blown my own mind of like what I've opened myself kind of up to um, on the spiritual side of like my life and like releasing stuff that I was holding on to. I mean, I like endured like when I started releasing this stuff through these like energy sessions with Jordy and through meditation and through doing write ups and just being more in tune with like why i was feeling the way i was feeling it was like i could like literally feel the energy like leaving my body it was really crazy and i'm really happy to say that like although i do have those thoughts periodically creep back in i am like so much better than i was you guys you don't know, i don't think you understand like I was so anxious and worried about something happening to my kids. It was, like, debilitating. Like, it was, like, I almost couldn't even, like, work some days because I just, like, had to go get Kenzie from school because I just, like, needed him to be in the house with me, you know? Like, it was, like, not a good situation. And I would – it's, like, you just feel so helpless because you just feel so fear-based. Like, everything is just – you don't want to go to, like – a place that has a lot of people there because you're, you know, you're nervous that like something bad's gonna happen there, and like that one day, that one moment, it might just be that moment I'm there, and like I can just stay home and it'll be better. And it's like what? Like you can't live your life like that, and that I knew it was a problem. I mean, I knew it was not okay. You know. And anyone that is around me or friends with me or my family members, they don't even know that that this stuff was going on inside my head because I would have to talk myself out of it because I know in my head, Nancy, this is not freaking normal. You know, and I would obviously say it to Max, like, um, I don't want to do that 5K because, like, what if something happens at the 5K? Like, we don't even need to run the 5K. Like, it's fine. Like, let's just, like, not do it. He's like, listen to yourself. Like, you're not, not going to live your life because you're scared that, like, there's going to be, like, something that's going to happen there. Like, are you kidding and I'm like, I know. I'm like, I'm freaking crazy. Like, I know, I know, I know. I'm just so. I don't know why. Like, it's just so. I had to one. I had to, to completely remove myself from the news. From I had to unfollow literally almost every single person on uh, social media, and I had to really work on like owning my own energy and managing my own energy to make sure I was like vibrating high enough to not be caught up in those low, bi- those lower vibrational, like energetic emotions which is fear and like oh worry anxiety like all those things are like so low vibrational so I mean I'm not perfect by any means like I'm still working on other like other things and I'm still working on like past trauma in my life and stuff but I just want to say it's that was a huge goal for me in 2019 and like if you can that any of that resonates with you I highly suggest making it one of your goals for 2020 is to like get on top of that because the grass is definitely greener on the other side. And like I said, I'm not perfect. I'm still working on things, but it's so, so, so much better. And I really feel like my resolutions for 2019 were like a big su- success and I'm happy with uh, my, my commitment to them and my growth on them. And I hope that maybe that like inspires some of you. I know that Anxiety and postnatal anxiety is like super common, especially just with moms in general, like even if it wasn't a postnatal thing. Um, so I just want to inspire you to maybe, you know, look a look a little more into it. I mean, maybe it is postnatal depletion for you. It definitely could be, but it could be other things, too, like you're just holding on to like past trauma or you're just caught in like a lower vibrational thing right now and you need to just do things that help you vibrate higher whether that's like eating better or that's meditating or that's doing some energy work or it's learning about past lives to help you understand the way that you the the behavior patterns that are happening in this life that you need to break and it was really funny actually I had um okay I do readings like all the time like literally all the time don't tell max I spend like so much money on that kind of stuff not so much but like a couple hundred here, a couple hundred there. You know, I'm, like, really, really, really into it. And I was doing this one reading, and um, a past life came up because I I just am still caught in this, like, um, survival cycle. It's, like, so weird. And she brought up – she's like, you know, there's this past life that keeps coming up that, you know, you basically were married to this, like, asshole who treated you really, really bad. You had three kids, and – that whole lifetime was you guys were super poor. Like you barely had food. There was a lot of disease going on in your town. Um, There was a lot of war and fighting uh, and stuff like that. And yet that whole entire life was like survival, survival, survival. And your job was to get food to your kids and to help them survive. And that was like your whole entire life was just about surviving. And for some reason that, that, behavior pattern carried over a little bit into this life and although for a while in this life that kind of was what I was focusing on like survival 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 through like stuff with my childhood and like getting on my feet as an adult but like you know she's like you have to let go of that cycle like that's keeping you in like a lower vibrational like this is not a fight or flight, like survivor die, like life. This is not what this is. Like there's, you know, we live in the United States, like there's f- all this freedom here. And like, you, know, you have plenty of food available to you and shelter and there's n- no war and like all these things. Like there's no reason to continue that behavior pattern anymore. So you have to let it go. And just learning about that past life and like even if let's say because if my husband was here he'd be like well you know that's convenient that she said that like and you had anxiety or whatever like okay like even if the whole thing is a lie let's just say let's just say for shits the whole thing was a lie and that lifetime actually never happened doesn't matter because even her just telling me that help resonates so much with me that I'm like I can ch- I change my behavior right then and there you're right why am I acting like that? I don't know why I'm acting like it's a survival thing anymore. It's not a survival thing. Like I'm fine. My family's fine. We have plenty of food. I'm educated. I can, even if I needed to go get a job, like I could get one in a second working anywhere. There's no one that wouldn't hire me like in this industry. You know what I mean? Like there's, it would never come to that in this life. So I need to let that go and stop holding myself back by, like, getting caught up in this fear-based fight-or-flight survival mode or, like, mindset that's not serving me. It's not serving me. So, like, whether that lifetime really happened that she was talking about or it didn't happen, it's sort of irrelevant because even just being told that from her made everything click for me where I just, like, moved on. And I, like, feel totally different afterwards. And I feel like just visiting past lives honestly make you, like – It's like you immediately, you just immediately process it and then like let it go. So it's no longer like part of your journey in this life, if that makes sense. And a lot of you guys ask for me to talk more about the spiritual stuff. And I just want to say like I for my goals like moving into, you know, kind of closing the chapter on 2019 resolutions and how they turned out and looking at the chapter 2020 resolutions and what I'm going to focus on. Something I really am going to focus on is being more of like who I am like really who I am, you know, like obviously, yeah, Nancy, the trainer, Nancy, the nutritionist, like Nancy, the pre and postnatal expert, like that's huge. That's like a huge part of who I am. But, you know, I'm also really, really into my spirituality and like, Everything that comes with that. And for like a long time, I like downplayed that because I thought it wasn't like acceptable. And I really think that's like not serving me anymore. And I, in 2020, I really want to be more open, uh, more of an open book on, you know, my beliefs and like what I think and how I feel and things that I believe in and what resonates with me and people can just kind of like take it or leave it you know like if that makes someone not respect me as a trainer because I also believe in spirits and I think that you know we've had thousands or hundreds of lifetimes then okay you know like that's fine like that's your prerogative but I don't want to like shadow myself anymore because this is something that I've been into like literally for 15 years like 15 strong years like really into it and I've downplayed it a lot for basically the fear of being like not taken seriously or dismissed or uh, looked at as like I'm weird or I'm too out there or whatever and I just really in 2020 like want to like step into my own spiritual you know whatever you would call it and own it. And I'm going to share some of that. Like, this podcast is a great example of that. It's like, I didn't even want to talk about spiritual stuff. It's not even on my list. And it's been 15 minutes talking about spiritual stuff. Like, to me, that's a sign. Like, obviously, it wants to come out. And, like, maybe that's a reason because a lot of you that follow me, maybe this resonates with you. And maybe when you hear this, it, like, starts clicking and, like, making sense. And it, like, maybe you need it too. I don't know. I don't know. But I really... In 2020, I'm going to be more open about things like this, like my spirituality um, and be like much more. I mean, I am myself, obviously, like you guys see that I'm like pretty open book about like everything. But this is kind of like the one thing that I sort of keep to myself and I've like little by little been sharing more about it and like. I just want to be who I am. And that's just like what I'm going to be. And like Nancy Anderson fit on Instagram, like obviously I'm still going to post like educational stuff, but I'm probably going to be getting a little bit more personal on that account. And then like building up, like most of my pre and posting stuff will only go over kind of a move your bump. I mean, unless like I get pregnant, then that's just like, is my life of, you know, being pregnant. So then obviously I'll share it on Nancy, Nancy Anderson fit. But, um, and that's like something else too, is like, I just, I want to be me like I want to be me and I'm going to be sharing that more in 2020. So the other thing I had this other reading recently and um it was really interesting because I I will go into a reading sometimes with a someone who channels and talks to like my spirit guides or whatever and I'll just I won't have like any questions. I'll just say I'm just here for any like messages that they have for me and I'll just see what comes through. And that's like most times like what I do. I don't I don't often go in with like a specific question. Um, so <laughs> I've been feeling, and she, I didn't tell her this, she doesn't know this, but, um, the girl that was channeling, I've been feeling super depleted, like energetically depleted, uh, like just really depleted. Like on, on, at the end of the week on Sunday, I just feel like I'm totally, I'm just like, my tank is just empty. And, uh, it's weird because like I'm, I feel good. I feel strong. Like all these things, it's just energetically, I just feel like. There's no words left. You know, it's just it feels like almost I've been teaching class like when I used to um, teach class in person, I would teach, you know, between three and sometimes five classes a day. And that to to hype up, you know, hundreds of people that you're teaching in that day with like the music and physical. It's just it's so depleting, like at the end of the day and then you have like your privates on top of that. So it's like a 10 hours of basically like giving your all and you just have like no words left anymore at the end of the day. That's kind of what I've been feeling like at the end of the week, but I'm not like teaching. So obviously, I mean, I get I get it that when I'm coaching online, I'm still that energy is still leaving my body, right? But I never really put it together, but in a reading, I asked my spirit guides to come through and like just give me whatever message, and th- what they said is, is so interesting. They she's like, "You know, I'm getting this this thing where like you're basically like, your energy is like not well balanced right now because you have so much energy that you want to give and instead of pulling energy from source and like channeling the energy through you to give to other people, you're not pulling energy from source or like the universe or whatever, or God or whatever word you want to put there. You're pulling it from inside of you and giving it to someone else. So it's like you have a bucket of crystals and they all have your energy in them. And instead of Keeping all your crystals and then pulling crystals from somewhere else to give them to the people that need them, like, a.k.a., like, you guys are my clients or whatever. She's like, instead of doing that, what you're doing is you're taking them out of your bucket and just handing them out to everyone else. And it's so funny because it kind of reminds me, now that I think of it, of that book. You know the book we read our kids about the fish that has all, like, the glittery things? And then he gives all the glitter to everyone else, and then he has no glitter left on him kind of a different meaning. This is like a different meaning, but that just came to mind. Um, so I kind of feel like that. And at the end, it's not that I'm like giving out all my shiny scales and like I don't have any anymore and that's okay. It's like I'm I'm depleting myself and I'm not filling myself up. So I'm just giving everyone my energy and not getting any ener- energy back. And she's like, it's, feel- it's making you feel like super, super depleted and empty. And like, guys, I didn't tell her one thing. She doesn't know anything like, about me. I keep it very at a distance with her because I want everything to be very pure that comes through. She would have no idea. Like she would have no idea. She doesn't even know who I am. She didn't know my last name, you know? Um, and I was just like, wow, that really resonated with me because I didn't tell her this. Like literally after she answered my question, I say thank you. And that's like all I say. Like I never, I don't even validate what she says because I want every message that comes through to be a hundred percent pure from spirit. And I don't want my words or even my body language to influence the the way that she's receiving the message if that makes sense so I don't say anything I just say like okay thank you and like that's it but like in my head I'm like fuck that resonates so much with me like are you kidding like that's exactly how I feel I feel so depleted like energetically so depleted and um I really need to work on that now how do I do that I don't even know I have no idea and she's like you know you're just so you're like You just you're just so like intuitive and like you just need to start. She basically told me that I need to like work on opening up my crown a little bit more. But like it can't like blow open because if it does then I'm going to get scared and like shut everything away, which I've already done earlier in my life. doesn't even I shouldn't even know that. I didn't even tell her that. But um, yeah, just like super duper interesting. So in 2020, like spiritually, my goals are to do more basically what I did in 2019 um, to, to complete healing with like my mom. Like you guys, if you listen to myself before, you know, I have like some issues with how I was raised. um, My dad was like a total terrible father. And I think I tried to like hide that for like a long time and like feel bad for him because he was an alcoholic and because he was depressed and because he was bipolar and because he committed suicide. And like I realized through like 2019, like I'm way too nice to him. Like I'm way too nice to his legacy And he was a really, really shitty dad and really, 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 really made bad decisions and was never there for me when I needed him. Like was just a bad dad, like period. And I've never said that out loud before. And I'm going to start owning my truth like more with that because he just was not a good fucking dad. And he there's just so many times that I think I try to block out that he like did really like shitty stuff. Like, he, I was, he never abused me or anything, not like that. But, like, he would, like, disappear. He, like, disappeared for, like, two years. I, like never heard from him. He went to Florida with some girl. and He, like, never came to see me. He would stand me up all the time. Like, so many things. And I think I need to own, like, all these things that happened in my childhood in order to be able to, like, process them and then, like, move on. So, in 2020, that's another one of my goals, to process my relationship with my Mom and heal from that and like accept that, and then process stuff with my father as well. So, those are like my big goals for 2020. Business goals obviously, I got big business goals, you know what I mean? But like, you guys don't probably care about that, and like, you know what I'm up to anyway. Like, I'm gonna change the standard of care, period. I don't care if it takes me 10 more years, I'm gonna do it, and I'm gonna take the fear out of exercise in pregnancy around the globe. I'm going to do it, you know, and I have some big things planned this year to like focus on that. Um, But personally, those are my really big goals, personally. And then, of course, to prep for a potential third and final pregnancy as well. And now I want to offer maybe a little bit more value than just telling my own stories and hoping that maybe it resonates with some of you that helps you along your own journey. But You know, 2019 for me and 2020 for me is a lot about my perception and what my perceptions are and what my beliefs are and where do they come from and why are they like that. And, you know, fear is kind of like wrapped into that. And I'm going to be talking a lot more in 2020 about things like epigenetics because I just feel so strongly about the power of them. And I don't think people are nearly as educated as they could or should be to really kind of take hold of their own life and make it what they want. So when you think about our perceptions and our beliefs, like where do they even come from? You know, like where, and that was a big part of my 2019 is like figuring out where that fear came from, where that belief of something that bad was gonna happen, where did that come from? Where did my perception of the world is dangerous come from? You know, and like really peeling back the layers and figuring it out. Well, it come from basically a few different places. One is literally, it comes from our genes. Our genes, like other animals, humans are born with certain instincts. Children don't need to be taught to take their hand off a hot stove, for example. They just know it's hot. Don't touch it. Two, where else it comes from, is our subconscious mind. This is where we record, store, hone, and access our learned habits and learned experiences. It includes everything from being able to drive to a familiar place without thinking about how to get there. You just somehow know. You just drive there. You've done it a million times. To our tendency to fall into codependent relationships because of past trauma, unmet needs, or faulty modeling we had as children. And many people think of our genes as nature and our subconscious mind and the environment and experience of which it grows, as nurture. The subconscious mind is so powerful that our learned behaviors can sometimes override our natural-born instincts. This is something that I have been learning a lot about and I just think is so fascinating and it just hits really close to home. But there's a problem. The whole nature versus nurture thing isn't exactly the whole picture. There's a third source here. There's a third source of our perceptions and beliefs and that's the conscious mind. Call it consciousness, call it creative programming, call it awareness, call it personal development, ego, death, self-mastery, literally whatever word or phrase you're willing to use that will make it accessible to you, use it because it's a powerful concept that is central to spiritualism or religions or any isms of the world. And it can be more powerful than both nature or nurture. Now, Listen, our perceptions and beliefs are just that, perceptions and beliefs. And while they may or may not be our truths, they're not always the truth, the real truth. What this means is perceptions and beliefs can change. And that's a good thing. Think about it. We all have beliefs that are limiting us. And all of you do, because I hear it in my communities all the time. I'm not smart, rich, funny, young, pretty enough, whatever. I'm not the best. And that means I'm a failure. Like essentially, this is what I see all the time over and over and over again. The underlining belief system is that you're not good enough. And that's not okay. We've also had beliefs that do serve and support us. And these beliefs, whether good or bad, do influence the things that you do, the things that you think, the things that you say, which then directly influences your outcomes in all areas of life. In other words, the current state of your finances, health, your relationships, your career, and so on are a direct result of your beliefs and your perceptions and how you look at life. I know, it may be tempting Tempting to blame other things and really doing that is just playing the victim and no one should play the victim no matter how crazy of a situation that they're in that's not a good vibration to be in that you're a victim a victim you're not a victim okay but the economy the dude that cut you off in traffic your mother-in-law who's up your ass and whoever else whatever else whomever else aren't in control of your thoughts. They're not in control of your actions, both of which are rooted in the bed of your beliefs. So you want your life to change? In 2020, do you want your life to change in any way? Okay, here's how you do it. Identify your beliefs. Learn about where they come from. And there's many ways you can do this. You don't have to take my route, which is a lot of spirituality. You don't have to do that. There are other many, 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 many ways that you can learn about where they come from and dig deep and, uh, you know, uncover the root of your beliefs or things that are holding you back. Find, go and find those resources, whatever that is, that means for you. The books, the courses, the podcast, the mentors, Whoever is going to be able to help you use your conscious mind to influence and change those beliefs, the negative beliefs that are not serving you, which will have a trickle-down effect on your powerful subconscious mind, you have to change the beliefs. It all starts with perception. And arguably, even taking it further than that, it all really starts with loving yourself enough to even want to start uncovering where your limitations are, where your triggers are, where your unhealthy perceptions are, where your unhealthy, fearful beliefs are. It takes you to look in the mirror, make eye contact with yourself, start telling yourself, I love you. See what comes up. And when you get to the point where you truly feel that self love, that's when you can start really uncovering this stuff. And I'm telling you from personal experience, but also professional experience working with so many clients over the years, fitness is a really great tool. And I'm not trying to promote my programs, but fitness is such a great tool to be able to start peeling back emotional layers because really what it is is an energy release. So, If you're a member of Tread Thrill, for example, and move your bump too, if you'll notice when you hear me coaching, I will often talk about perspective, your perception on things, your intention on things, goal setting, sending your energy somewhere, having a goal in mind, like releasing something that's holding you back and really trying to set you guys up. That's why I do this because when you're working, when I, that's why I do that when I'm coaching. Because when you're working out, you're releasing energy anyway. You're releasing stress anyway. We know that. Science shows us that. But when you put intention behind that, it just makes that release and therefore that gain out of that exact workout, but really the gain out of where that workout can take you to help shift those perceptions is very powerful. It could basically in my opinion put it on steroids. And that's something else that I will probably be implementing more in my coaching is a little bit more of training the mind. Like I have always from the beginning when I first got into fitness, which was after my father died, I the aha moment I had where it was the day that I said, I'm quitting everything. I'm going all in. I'm going back to school, and getting my master's degree. I'm doing this full time. That aha moment was everything's connected. Fitness saved my life. It helps me deal with my father's death and everything that came along with that. And it was much more, for me at least, on a emotional level than it was necessarily on a physical level, but it was also a physical level a spiritual level. And really, I learned a firsthand experience for me, oh my gosh, this is a circle and everything's connected. So like I said in my post the other day, like I noticed that the people that fall off the wagon and go back to their old habits, it's because they haven't uncovered what the problem is. And really, it's usually starting with they don't love themselves enough in the first place. They don't think they're going to be able to do it. They have these underlying perceptions and beliefs that no matter what I do, I'm always going to go back to those old habits because I just love sugar. or I just love whatever, you know, I just love I hate working out. And it's like that's what you've told yourself. That's your pattern. That's your belief. That's your perception. But those things can be rewritten and I'm going to start educating more on this exact topic, and this is, I guess, a good podcast kind of overall to really segue into that because I'm going to be getting into that a lot more in 2020 because not only do I feel really confident because I've seen it in person with my clients over the past decade and a half, but I've seen it with myself, and now I really feel confident that I I have... Groomed myself enough as a performer, like as a coach, that I can implement it in bits and pieces in my training. Without it being some like woo woo, really really out there. Let's sit down and meditate together. Like it's a much more organic way of like adding it in, like little by little, as I'm coaching. And I feel really good about that. Um, and I really like where the workouts are heading. And I I like the feedback I'm hearing when those people, when my clients do those workouts, and I see that that their energy shifting. It's really it's really rewarding for me to be able to offer my clients a full like circle experience with my training and coaching. So um I'm gonna wrap up here, but I hopefully that what gave you some food for thought and maybe that's what you can do going into 2020 is like start picking up on your triggers. Like what makes you super frustrated? What makes you snap? What makes you honk? Like what is it and why is that upsetting you? And that's like a great place to start with your perceptions because That's what I've done. And it's really uncovered a lot. And a lot of things for me go back to my childhood. And I'm sure that's going to happen with a lot of you as well. Um, It's like, oh, I really hate chaos in the house because I grew up in a daycare center. And it made me feel really ignored. And it made me feel really out of control because, like, My house growing up was so, like, messy because there was always, like, all these kids there. And, like, I never got attention because all these other kids were getting the attention, you know. And, like, that is a trigger for me. So when I come home, my own house is like that after work. It is a trigger for me. So it's, like, an immediate, um, like, step forward when you even put that together. Like, it just hit me the other day. I was like, that's why I get so triggered when the boys are screaming and I come home and the house is a mess. Like that's, that was my life growing up literally for the entire time I lived at home. That was my life. Every day I came from school, total SHIT show in my mom's house because she ran a whole daycare and she would have anywhere from four to like 11 kids in the house. And it was just madness. And I, I just couldn't stand it. And for the longest time I said, I never even wanted kids because I hated it so much. (laughs) But Anyway, so I just figured that out the other day and I was like, this is why I'm triggered when all the boys are screaming and they're wrestling and it's like so chaotic. I just feel it takes me back to that time. So anyway, my point is, is that you can find your triggers. You just have to stop yourself in the moment when you're feeling triggered. Where is this coming from? Tell me more. Why am I feeling like this? And it's even like you're talking to yourself, like almost in your head. And then like it just starts kind of working its way out. And then you're like, oh, and like once you acknowledge the trigger, it's way easier to manage the trigger because you know where it's coming from and you're like, oh, that's like in the past. Like that's not my life anymore, you know, or whatever. So I hope that was beneficial for you guys. And feedback, of course, I'd love to hear it. You know, unless it's negative feedback, then you can just, you know, keep that to yourself. You can find me on Instagram at Nancy Anderson Fit. You can find my website, all my programs at nancyandersonfit.com, my Treadthrow program at treadthrow.com, my Move Your Bump program at moveyourbump.club. And there are really big things coming next year. I'm not going to say what, but you guys have been asking for something for a really long time, for Move Your Bump and Tread Thrill, and I'm making it happen. Signed the contract today. So I will keep you guys posted with that once I'm allowed to talk about it a little bit more. And I love you guys. I appreciate your support so much. Please drop me a review if you enjoyed this podcast or five stars. That would really help me out. And I will see you guys next time.